0: Another season of MVP season number seven is finally here with your boy Rod and my co-host Ian, and this is a podcast, of course, where we talk about sports, music, media, and stuff that you might or might not care about. And in today's episode, we're going to be reflecting on the second round action that's been going on in the NBA. Look forward to talking about some of the playoff matchups, digging a little bit deeper into some of those matchups, and, uh, giving our analysis and have our opinions swayed so far during these second round matchups. Find out as you listen. Also, we're going to talk about the withdrawal herd around the world Naomi Osaka withdrawing from the French Open, and we got some basketball injuries. And pickup games to talk about as well. And last but not least, we have awards to give out. So just sit back, turn your volume up, get you some popcorn, whatever you want to do, kick your feet up, relax, and listen. We're back. MVP Podcast. Enjoy.
1: What up, what up, what up? What up? We back. We are back again. Season seven is full throttle. We, we have season
0: seven premiere, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We was in season six for like two years. Now we about to get started <laughs> with <laughs> season seven. Don't know how long season seven gonna last, but hey, we, we just gonna keep going. We just gonna keep recording. <laughs> yeah, man. These playoffs, we we in full throttle now,
1: man. We in these playoffs, man. I'm, I'm 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 ready. Let's get into it. Oh, you know what we gotta do first though? We
0: gotta do these shout outs, man. Oh yeah,
1: of course. Give people what always. they waiting for. Always, always shout out if within the past two years, shout out if you've accepted a blood transfusion, but you won't take the COVID vaccine. <laughs> what's up? What's, what's up with our people, man? Oh, what's man. Up? What's up? What's up with our people? They told me if I if I didn't, I, I would die. I was like, all right. So... You, you had a you know a lapse in judgment or whatever oh and then and then i find out later oh this is blood transfusion number two. Oh wow <laughs> oh you just don't care <laughs> like, like, wow you no know, that covid though that covid vaccine they they whipped that up they whipped that up that's that they they that, they came over that too fast i don't i don't trust it but you'll take a blood transfusion take a
0: blood transfusion yeah that's that's pretty
1: messed up that is pretty messed that's, up. That's why I'm glad. Uh, uh, I don't know if y'all read it yet, but I'm glad they the 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 branch released that letter to be read at the meeting this week about uh, the vaccine. Yeah, I- I'm glad they did that
0: too. Especially since you know, for the ones that's not taken in, it. again, it's not in our place to say who should take the vaccine. Take the vaccine, but like, yeah, 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 it's not in our place to. You know, force the friends That's to so get vaccines, vaccine. or enforce our opinions. But our now, since you're not taking the vaccine, you gotta take extra So you still got wear
1: a mask. Yeah,
0: go.
1: Go. and I, I appreciate the branch and the slave just you know encouraging common sense you know they they came out and they said look we are not anti-vaccine because a lot of these evangelical christian groups out here they are anti-vaccine you know they think bill gates is using the vaccine to implant microchips in people and send out strengthen 5g waves and make everybody gay you know but you know, we don't we don't buy into that. We don't we don't get that that mess no thought. And the slave said, you know, obviously if you're vaccinated, you got a little bit more freedom. And if you're not, you don't. So take that and do as you will. Yep. You know, but it's unfortunate because a lot of uh, we the, the branch can't just say they can't do like the churches and be like, well, everybody go back to the hall because uh uh. uh, uh it's it's gonna it's gonna cause issues with with you know uh, um, um, flare ups with the vaccine and they they can't even be like well everyone who's vaccinated can go back because now you're gonna have to worry about two things you're gonna have to worry about. Weak people who ain't been vaccinated going, well, why they doing that? Why can't I come back to the hall? See, that bogus. I ain't never coming back. You're gonna have people like that, and then you're gonna have people who are not vaccinated who are gonna say, just say that they're vaccinated just because they wanna get back to the hall. Yeah, you know we're gonna have people like that. These are the same people who come to the assembly every year with the flu, knowing they got the flu, and then for the next two weeks after the assembly, a third of the congregation came out with the flu because they spoke to so-and-so at Romeo V. Exactly. You know, we was always having breakouts like that right after an assembly or a convention. So you would you have people like that who are just, yeah, I got vaccinated. You know, no one ain't been vaccinated just because they want to be around people again. And then that's going to cause issues. So the branch got to be, they they got to really handle this carefully, you know, and, and they, they have been. And I'm 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 grateful to be part of an organization that's showing common sense and and not getting into the political uh <clears throat> uh leanings or minutiae of this whole vaccine thing. It's like man, this is a public health issue. It's like, yeah, why is why is politics coming into it? It's just crazy. Yeah, but I mean, just I mean, just Get in the the transfusion. Yeah, you still stuck on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm still stuck on that. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And shout out and shout out to brothers who have question and answer parts and only call on their family members.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I know
1: something yeah, like I that. Something like that. And it's 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 not that they only call only family members but they clearly give their family members priority like 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 you 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 we all know that one brother when he gives a question and answer part the very first person he calls on is his wife mm-hmm. no matter what he gets her out the way you know but you know i you got brothers who they have more family members in the congregation. Yeah, they got a family, of five. family of five. Yeah, family of five, extended family. You know, they got their own family, but then they might have a sibling in the in the congregation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And or in I let them have cousins, cousins in the congregation. You know, and it's like, man, yo, it's only five questions. And you, you spent the first four on your family. Like who else is supposed to come <laughs> Exactly. My wife don't even raise her hand when I got a question and answer part. <laughs> she, don't, you don't. She, don't. she don't. She don't. She don't. She don't want it to look like I'm prioritizing her, you know? Right. All right, all right. Little, little, little minor technical difficulties there, but we back. Cool. Yeah, man. But but I'm just putting that out there because, you know, friends be getting annoyed at that, man, when when, when brothers give question and answer parts and it's a, it's a limited amount of questions and they call majorly on their family majority on their family members and they'll never say nothing to the brother but they boy do they grumble about it in private so part of the pod, part of the reasons we do this podcast is uh you know shed light on things take people behind the curtain a little bit yeah and uh so i'm putting that out there so so you know take it for what it's worth and um uh, you know act according <laughs>
0: yeah exactly that's all, that's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. Don't get offended. Because if you're getting offended, I mean, you're out there doing it, you know. So, just don't get offended, man. Just... Oh, just you can say I can't too. call on my
1: wife? No, we're not saying you can't call on your wife. Just don't have your wife be the first person you always call on.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want people to think that about me, you know, conducting the Watchtower. I you know i try to make it a go Hey, uh, you know my wife comments pretty often if, if she's commented like a couple of times or maybe and, and she you know I, I she always bails me out too when there's moments where there's no hands up and that's different Come to the to the to the to the rescue but what i do tell friends is don't get discouraged if you see my wife's hand in the raised hand thing because sometimes my wife you know will raise her hand and people uh assume that i'm gonna call on her and nine times out of ten you know i'm not gonna always call on her i'm just gonna you know if i see a new hand that i haven't called on and my wife's hand is up i'm gonna call the new hand right right Right. Or a young person or a young person raise their hand. I call on them. My wife will keep her hand up because she she knows that they're not going to touch on a point that she's about to touch on. But again, if if I see somebody new, I, I'll call on them and everything. But I'm not just going to be <laughs> calling on my family members every single paragraph you, you
1: i i've seen people call on their family members without even looking up from reading the question <laughs> they'll be like what year was god's kingdom established sister walker and and like <laughs> no,
0: no look comments huh
1: <laughs> and they'll, they'll they'll still have their head down when they call on i'm just using you, you you for an example you would still have your head down when you say sister walker and then you look up and it's like it's like oh geez mm. wow
0: yeah, that that's can't can't be doing that, brothers. Come on, man. Come, come on, brothers. Calm that down. <laughs> Calm down, down,
1: down. And then later on, I got a cultural regional question for you.
0: Oh, I, I got a shout out to um, shout out to those brothers that be doing too much during digging for spiritual gems. There's two questions, guys.
1: <sighs> two questions, brothers you are you are exactly right right you
0: don't have to ask all of these auxiliary questions with the first scripture question that last question where you want to get the friends to comment on what they found interesting about the bible reading whether it was something that relates to Job, all that blah say, blah <laughs> like that's that's for the like that's the meat right there Mm -hmm. if somebody hits the point on that first you know research question that's what it that first question usually is a research question if friends nail it now there are times where it's the insight from the scriptures and you know the insight book where it's got like three or four paragraphs and you got to get a little bit more comments on that okay that's fine you want to draw more people out to get the point across that's fine but if it's if it's like you know the first question and it's obvious the answer is just right there. And one person comment and hits it. On the mm-hmm. Move well, on. What
1: did, what Move did the, the watchtower me. from 19... What did the October 15, 1993 watchtower bring out about blah, blah, blah? What? And then, of course, no one has their hand up because he just right. came out of left field with some extra research he did. And now, the, yeah. and now an 8-minute part is turning into a 15-minute part because he's trying to drive home some point that he went over personally.
0: Yeah, it's just two questions, brothers. Ask that question. Let them answer it. If they didn't touch the point, ask another question. To who, got to to <laughs> say, who, who got a chance
1: to look at the reference? Move on. What'd you say, Ian? Who got a chance to look at the reference? Like what? You mean the reference at the very end? Like, uh... Uh... Yeah, just... Uh,
0: that second question is designed for the whole entire congregation to just open up about the Bible reading. You can get a good 12 comments in if you wouldn't expound yeah. so much on that first question.
1: Yeah, yeah it's like it's like yo it's it's answered in the reference material but then they want to look up the scriptures in the reference material it's like why are we reading the scriptures in matthew and mark oh and, 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 i ain't heard that one and, and we're we're in leviticus we're doing a uh, in or deuteronomy where where the bible reading is in in in, in leviticus and deuteronomy but we're looking up scriptures in matthew and mark what what that's doing too much that's doing something. you know the prophecy of Jesus was filled for, for, from the from the from the uh, uh, from the burnt offering and the, and the and the grain offering it's like yo why are we getting into this
0: yeah yeah I,
1: I, I don't I never heard of people doing
0: no, no brother's been doing that at my congregation but uh, it's
1: like, okay we get it you did the research what you want a cookie <laughs>
0: <laughs> you want to show that they deep yeah?
1: <laughs> you ain't got to do all that you
0: ain't got to do all that. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I, I just, oh, also one more point about the thing for spiritual gems when we get into our sports. There might, there comes a time where there might be a Bible reading during a week that's got a bunch of Bible names and on both chapters. And it's really nothing to talk about about Spirit, spiritual gems. So when you get to that second question and you only, you know, two or three people comment and you don't got no more hands, uh, uh, end it.
1: Yeah. End it. Yeah.
0: The more time, the merrier for the chairman.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. They will fill that time up. Yeah. Somebody's going to fill that time up at the apartment. between Between the book study conductor or, you know, our Christian ministry, somebody's going to take up those extra two or three minutes.
0: Exactly. So don't worry about trying to fill in that entire 10 minutes. It, that's not what the branch want. They don't want you to fill that entire 10 minutes. If you run out of people answering <laughs> the question, it used to be a brother back in the day. Uh, my wife told me he used to be an elder at their congregation. Hopefully we see him in the new system. He's not with us no more. But he was one of them old school brothers, man. And this is back when we was doing, we had the, 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 the service meeting, you know? Mm-hmm. So, He he had a question and answer part. He'll get up there. He'll ask the first question. Nobody raised their hand. He looked around. Well, that's it. Closes his his notes. Takes his kingdom ministry. Walk off the stage. What?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Maybe you didn't know at the time, but did, did, did anyone talk to him about that?
0: Um... I have no clue, but it was he had a reputation for doing it. So he didn't do it more. He's done it more than once. And and, and I think slowly but surely, you know, I remember my wife telling me he got better over the years. He wouldn't, you know, but yeah, he'll get up there and be like so uh, on the
1: first question he would do that?
0: Yeah, on the first question. Who is Jehovah? Um uh, uh, Okay. Well, I guess we guys didn't, don't know. So that will conclude my part. On to the next part. Walk off the stage.
1: Wow. So he wouldn't even answer it himself and go to the next Uh, uh-uh,
0: No, no, no. Because y'all didn't study. Y'all didn't study the material. So I'm gone. Y'all don't know who Jehovah is. I'm gone. Ain't nothing no more to further to discuss.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of feel him on that, but you can't do that. <laughs> no, I'm just using that as an example. But, you know, like, wow. Now yeah. I do, I have had moments where like I'll ask like what I feel is a simple question to the field to my field service group and they're just looking at me, you know, and I'll be like, well, um, what I found helpful was blah blah blah. Or what I read was blah blah blah. And then I'll just move on to my my next question. Yeah. That's happened to me before. I'll just answer
0: the question myself and just move on. Yeah, I'll answer the question. Yeah. That's happened to me before, too. I remember having a a group of, I had a small field service group one time, man, and it was a few couple of teenagers that don't never comment. And I was just like trying to make the questions as simple as possible. They would not raise their hand. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. And... I was like, man, I want to go old school like brother Bob Johnson. You know, shout out to Bob Johnson. Cause Bob Johnson back in the day. He'll call on you if your hand ain't raised just to get your attention. He used to mess with young people like that. I was going to go that route, but I was like, nah, I ain't going to do that. I ain't going to be
1: sad. <laughs> yeah, it's a, different, diff, 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 it's a different age, Rodney. We in yeah, a different, different era. <laughs> but yeah, man, let's get to this NBA, man. Let's
0: get to this NBA. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, for those who have not listened to our separate episodes of predictions for the second round and our analysis of the first round, feel free to go back and listen to those episodes. Uh, but right now, we're going to focus on this second round reaction, man. Uh, man, what do you think so far how these series are are, are going?
1: Oh, man, I, I, I love it, man. I, I, I'm really enjoying uh, Hawk uh, Sixers, man. That's the one I'm probably enjoying the most. Uh, Clippers Jazz looks like it's going to play out the way I predicted. You know, I'm kind of disappointed in the Bucks-Nets series. Oh, my God. Uh, What a dud. But but that touches on a bigger conversation that we really don't have time to get into. You know, the whole age of the super teams, you know, and it's like... you know we're all just kind of waiting for brooklyn to just take the trophy at this point because i felt milwaukee had the best chance of anybody of beating them and they steamrolled them i mean they curb stomped them without james Harden. so it's just like okay we know how this is going to end like i don't i as good as the west teams the western conference teams are i still don't see them beating brooklyn if the lakers were still in it i'd still have brooklyn winning it all um you know and it's just i don't know man like like this this whole trend of super teams and everything, it's just, I don't know, man. It, it feels bad for the league. And we we even did a whole, like, kind of, you know, uh, epitaph on super teams a few episodes ago about how, because it seemed like we were getting out of that era. And then, like, here we go again with Brooklyn. And, you know, it's like, let's say Kitty had not, not got hurt that last year with Golden State. Presumably would have won a championship. And that would have been... You know, and they would have three peated, and then that would have been five out of the last six championship teams being decided by okay, what what players are going to team up with their friends? Right. You know, because yes. um, because the championship, even the championship, LeBron won in Cleveland. Like you know, that team was 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 put together. You know, at the behest of LeBron with Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving and everything. So it's just like the only real true champion was the Toronto Raptors over the past six years.
0: Pretty much, pretty much. And, you know, the Golden State Warriors, I count the 2015
1: Golden State Warriors. Right. I'm, 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 I started from 2016,
0: but But my bad, my bad. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean, though. Yeah. It hasn't been a regular uh, old fashioned, You know, one superstar, one star type championship. Not since the
1: Mavericks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That was 10 years ago. So, I mean, that's a conversation we can have at a later date. But, you know, eventually it's just going to be, you know, all the cool kids getting together on the same team. And then all the uncool kids, you know, trying unsuccessfully to beat them. You know, it's like it reminds me of those pickup games, man, where, you know, so, somebody who just you know is a little too competitive they show up to the court with two or three worldly dudes who play division one basketball and can dunk and it's like <laughs> it's like it's like oh this is my squad like they, they know it ain't like we're gonna we gonna cho- choose up like we always do exactly you know because i remember I, it was one basketball court i used to play at long time ago so what they noticed that the brothers noticed that so what they did the brother who rented the court he would have the two worst players pick their teams hmm so say say it was a 12 year old kid who was running with a bunch of you know teenagers and adults who were fairly good he would have the 12 year old kid pick the team and then the second worst player you know or less I should say less skilled player pick his squad as well so that way you know what i'm saying all the good players couldn't just team up and just run everybody out the gym right which i think is fair
0: yeah yeah i think that's fair i think that's absolutely fair but not bringing a stacked team already
1: and y'all talking just, about this, y'all talking about this squad, we the- run together
0: yeah yeah no no it
1: ain't happening like that and they they, they up in there with beards and goatees it's like yo who who is he Great. Breads, tattoos, tattoos, all that stuff. One of them got a gun. <laughs> anyway,
0: we're getting off track, but yo. <laughs> that's some
1: Roman stuff right there.
0: <laughs> but yeah, getting back to your point about the Nets and, and this Nets bug series, the, the sad part about it is James Harden ain't even playing. I know. The sad part. That's the sad part. All of a sudden, Blake Griffin turns into 2014 version of, Greg, of Blake Griffin.
1: Yeah, I know the Pistons are pissed. Oh,
0: I, they are. I would be livid if I was a Pistons fan watching this. I mean, he's playing like he's playing lights out. He's playing like the all-star version of Blake Griffin. But I'm going to have to also mention something about the Bucks that really bothers me. Uh, because they're just laying down and, and just taking a tapping. But not yeah, that. They're
1: often. trying to play like Brooklyn, and, and they're not that team.
0: My, my my problem with Milwaukee has been the problem that I feel like Milwaukee Bucks need to have addressed a long time ago. Chris Middleton is not that dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, we've been saying that for two years. <laughs> Chris Middleton is
0: not that dude. He and neither is either, the and True of Holiday. Team. And, and, and you know what? Drew Holiday is a nice piece to add. He's not a Robin, but he's a nice like Derek Fisher, Robert Ori, De- you know, Rick Fox, Doug Christie type guy that you just plug in and he can just he can you can get him to do the dirty work. He can he can score some buckets and everything, but you don't want him to be a Robin. Like Chris Middleton is supposed to be the Robin of this team, and he is playing like
1: trash. I, I I tell you something, though. I, after this this second round and even after the first round, no. if I'm Bradley Bill, man, dude, I got so many choices right now.
0: No. Uh, I would try. If I'm Milwaukee, if they lose this series, which they, they will get to work in that front office. No. Y'all better try to get Bradley Bill over there. Y'all better try to get somebody because no, no. they need a certified robin. No. And I know it's a big question out there, and I hate, I hate. That, that's why I don't really watch Undisputed and ESPN and all this other stuff. But I hear from customers that I cut, and they're like, "Oh, I don't think I was watching ESPN, and they were saying that that Giannis is not a, 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 the, he's not built to be the star of a team. He's more of a comp." Oh no, he he absolutely is. I'm like, dude, are y'all crazy? He
1: absolutely is. You don't win two MVPs in a row and you are not built to be the best player on a championship team. It's it's about the surrounding pieces. It's about coaching. You know, I I talked to, I touched a little bit on coaching when we did our predictions, and you know, coaching is a thing too. Like making adjustments. Like like when before game one or the Philly and Atlanta game, I'm I'm like I'm not even a coach, Rodney. I'm just a, a fan of basketball. I'm thinking going into game one, surely. Surely Doc no, no. Rivers is going to have Ben Simmons all over Trey Young, mm-hmm. no, okay? Because if he gets off, they out. got a good they chance. They stand a good chance of beating him. Who, do, who does he put on Trey Young? No, no. Danny freaking no, no. Green. And by the end of the game, no, no. dude had grill marks on his back from Trey no, no. cooking him so so long all that game. No, no. Mm-hmm. Next game, who does he put on on, on, on Trey Young? He puts no, no. Die Bull and finally he puts Ben Simmons on there, and they win the game. You see, it's it's little decisions like that that make me question Philly's chances. I don't think Doc Rivers is a great coach. I think he's an okay coach, but you know, without no real true stars, he he's not gonna get you no championship. Why wouldn't you have had Ben Simmons, as, defense, as defensively competent as he is, all over Trey Young? It's not like you got to save him. It's not like you got to save his energy for the offensive end because, you know, then Simmons got to shoot all those jumpers. He only had four points. Right. So it's not like you're saving him for the offense. Put him on on, on Trey Young. Yeah, I agree. I that win. was a given. That was a given or should have been a given. He going to put Danny Green on.
0: Yeah. And I even realized I didn't know. I was shocked that Embiid played that first game because I was looking for seeing Ben Simmons, you know, start to try to take over. But since Embiid is back, you don't really need Ben Simmons to score. Just if I'm Doug Rivers, I'm I got Ben Simmons. I remember he need to take, you know, he need to take a he need to tear a page out of Phil Jackson's book. In that Pacers Bulls conference finals in '98. Phil Jackson made a genius decision to, this is how we're gonna slow down the Pacers. We're going to put Scottie Pippen on Mark Jackson, the whole series. And it worked. Now, yeah, the series went seven, but eventually it took Mark Jackson out of that series.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So it made it tougher for the Pacers' offense to flow. Um, now, and that's what I think Doc Rivers needs to do with this series. Just, hey Ben, Ben is not a scorer. Like, just have him play defense. Have him play shutdown defense, rebounding. He can he do his point four thing, but just and I, I ain't saying have him glued to him the whole entire game because you know you don't want your best player getting one of your best players to get in foul trouble. But still, like. If 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 and, and and Steph, I mean, not Steph Curry, Steph Curry, and and you, now you got Shake Milton coming off the bench, putting up numbers along with Embiid, man, Ben, just worry about defense in, in this series. That's all we need you to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, but I've been I've been enjoying it for the most part, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, and that, you know, Jazz uh, yeah, – hey,
1: I, and I feel.
0: I, me and you, I think me and you both picked the Jazz to win this series against
1: the Clippers. He got the Jazz, we got the Jazz. It might
0: go seven, but we got the Jazz. And I'm gonna tell you this, man. I I felt like if they had issues with Luka Doncic, they gonna have crazy issues with Spider. And man, Poor Spider are yeah. going right before our eyes, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. They they you know, it's it's funny. It's like you see, but see, Donovan Mitchell has a better supporting cast. Exactly. It's like, you know, yeah, Tim
0: better Hardaway Jr. stepped too.
1: up. You
0: said what? I said they're better defensively too.
1: Yeah, that too. That's too. Tim Hardaway Jr., he stepped up. Finney Smith stepped up. But they not the they're not the Jazz, man. They and for it to still go seven? Yeah you know hey man i don't know man clippers clippers might be going down i you know and then so man they they haven't really proved anything to me man like as a unit you know i just you know yeah i believe in Kawhi, but again coaching like i why was the ball in in the fourth quarter why was it always why was paul george taking it up the court and then the play was ending with the ball in in markeith morris's hands it's like you do you are aware that Kawhi Leonard's on the team right like why are y'all drawing up any plays for him in the fourth quarter that's because they trying to make Marquise
0: Morris the second coming of Robert Ory what 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 is Marquise
1: Morris one this is not some this is not some 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 game some road game in Minnesota in January this is the playoffs You know what I mean? Like, it's do or die. Tyrone Lu, like, you know, freaking put the ball in Kawhi Leonard's hand,
0: man. Yeah, you saw what happened in the last two games in the first round. I mean, Kawhi turned into 2019 Kawhi.
1: So, you know, you got to punch. You got to punch. If you're going to beat the Jazz, you got to come out and punch them in the mouth right away. Yeah, exactly.
0: And, and And I'm telling you, if they get Mike Conley back midway through this series, anytime, man, I don't see, I don't see the Clippers winning this
1: series at all. Well, I don't know. Uh, Conley's got what a hamstring injury? Got a hamstring? That can be funny. Yeah, anything below the waist, is, you can't yeah. really trust that. Yeah. But, um,
0: I'm gonna skip one of the topics just because of time. I do want Oh, to real quick. To are you
1: are you revising your Sixers Hawks prediction?
0: No, I'm standing by my Hawks position. I I got the Hawks winning this series, and um, I, I hey, I'm standing by it. Even though I see what Embiid is doing, but I don't know, man. It's just something about the Sixers I just don't trust.
1: It's the and coaching you know,
0: problem. Yeah, you hit. I was just about to say that. It's probably coaching. And can we can we give Nate McMillan
1: his flowers, man? Oh, he never should
0: have
1: got fired from Indiana. (laughs) Yeah, huh? I've been on the record saying
0: that. Yeah, never should have got fired in Indiana. Honestly, low key, I felt like the Bulls should have went after him. I would, I rather would have wanted McMillan over over you know Billy Donovan. That's another story for another day. And look what (laughs) he's doing. You know that the team was struggling in the beginning of the season. Fired their coach, make McMillan come in as a replacement, and look what he does. Yeah, I mean this dude is a great coach, man. I I wish he he doesn't get. He's a very underrated.
1: He's the Damian Lillard of coaches. (laughs) Yeah, that means he'll never get a ring. Yeah, that's. Know because he he ran up against a super team, (laughs) exactly. That's all that's
0: gonna happen, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the results to these this second round. So far, it's off to a good start. I would say all three of the four have gotten off to a good start. Milwaukee, they better do something in game three, or else they're about to get swept. That's all I gotta (laughs) say (laughs) because. I don't know. I don't know what this is. I'm seeing the same pattern with Milwaukee that I've
1: been seeing the last few years. Try but to- but they're not that's not to say they're a bad team. It's like it's now the media's so up and down on Milwaukee. Oh, they're great. They're this, they're that. They're, Milwaukee's coming. Oh man, we off Milwaukee, man. They 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 went to the bed. They ain't, they ain't about to do nothing, man. Milwaukee needs to prove it. Oh man, Milwaukee gonna beat Brooklyn. Milwaukee gonna beat Brooklyn. Oh no, Milwaukee Milwaukee about to get swept. They, they terrible, they terrible. They need, to, they need to do something. It's like they media so up and down with Milwaukee. It's like one minute they love them, next minute they hate them and they writing them off. It's like, pick one. It's like, look, Milwaukee's a good team. If they lose to the Brooklyn Nets, fine, whatever. That's what we all expected. But, but don't act like the last three years have meant nothing. Exactly.
0: Hey, the media is wrong on a lot of things, but MVP is always on time. That's all I got to say.
1: Hey, man, this is broken news.
0: This is broken news to us. We both picked the Nets to win this series, so it is what it is. It's not because we don't believe in Milwaukee. It's not because we was hot and cold on Milwaukee. It's just that we know what what it is, man. I mean, the Nets are a super team. They're, they're not gonna lose. And I and I said in the previous episode, I said, hey, man, the NBA, it's all about the money too, man. They they they're going to make sure the Nets make it to the
1: final.
0: It is it's
1: <laughs> so it's, many so many things will have to go wrong, yeah, you know what I mean, for them to not make the finals and not not win a championship you know um yeah yeah
0: but getting back to getting to our next topic I wanted to talk about this briefly with you man this whole Boston situation the Boston Celtics if you guys don't know Danny Ainge uh decided to step away or retire did he retire I don't know what I think he retired or stepped away he
1: retired yeah
0: retired and, and and Brad Stevens is now in the upper office. And I just want to ask you in fair or foul on this one?
1: Um I mean if I gotta pick one, I'm gonna go go foul. You know, this is this is all about privilege. Um all the talking heads have weighed in on it with the with the right read, in my opinion. Um I believe didn't they touch on it on all the smoke? I don't
0: know. I don't. I don't listen to all the smoke, but I'm. I'm sure they addressed it. And, and, and look at. And also, honestly, man, it's the organization. It's the Boston organization. Because if this was other teams, like we saw this with Portland, Terry Stoss was Portland's coach for how long? Nine years. Never missed the playoffs.
1: They could have gave him an upper office job. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, it is about that, that particular organization. You know, the city of Boston has a history. You know, it's like it's like Alabama in the North. You know what I mean? Like, um, I don't know if you've ever been to Boston, but it's very segregated, much like Chicago. And their stuff is a little bit more out in the open. It's like, it's like Bridgeport, Mount Greenwood, and Marinette Park got together and he started a city, you know? Hmm. Yeah, I know um, in
0: Boston don't don't have interest in in, in going.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and that's just what it is. And that's probably permeated the culture of that franchise. And um it is what it is, man. We all know what it is. It's privilege, you know. How do you you get mollywhopped in the uh playoffs and you get promoted? How's that work? Yeah. But you know, I, I I see the same thing in the real world sometimes. Like people do a terrible job at their job, and then they get promoted, yeah, because of who they know or what they look like. Yeah. So it, it's it's privilege, man. It's, that's what it is. Yeah,
0: it is definitely. I I agree with that. And um, you know, it's just also Danny Ainge, and you know, also was ducking He was ducking that was a duck move. Like, it, and it was a soft move. You know why? Because he didn't want to fess up to all the mistakes that he's made since the post, Garnett, Ray Allen, you know, uh Paul Pierce Celtics. All those draft picks yeah. that that they robbed the Nets of.
1: And what did it get you? No championships. Yeah, and and not to mention some of the other moves they they did like like the Gordon Hayward move, the um, the, the Isaiah Thomas move or lack of move. Um, you know, they he's done some other stuff too. <laughs> but then Scary Terry go, and now look what he's doing in Charlotte. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's like yeah, you can't y'all can't fire me because I quit. You know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So so I, I just think you know Danny Ainge is. To me he's overrated as a gm i always felt he was overrated and it just basically proved my point um he was everybody know why he won that one championship kevin McHale handed him kevin garnett on a silver platter off this whole boston connection and, oh yeah you know they won a championship he ain't done nothing since so, Danny Ainge, to me, I always felt like he was overrated as, you know, top management. And, and, and again, don't let the door hit you, man. I, I know you were tired, but you fired in my book. I, I he, he was just trying to dodge. And, you know, he tried to find a way out because he knew that his time was up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. On to the next one, man. On to the <laughs> next one. And last but not least, with the NBA, um, this is the last time I'm going to speak on this. Uh, you already know what I'm about to say. Um, I'm officially on MVP. I'm done with the GOAT conversation. <laughs> I, don't, no, I no longer want to talk about the GOAT conversation. Um, I'm never going to address it again in, in conversation you know, with people you in person. You know Perry. it's going to come up again, Rodney. <laughs> I'm not going to talk it, and I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not. I, I my mind's made up. My mind's we, made up. We, we're
1: not gonna talk about it till
0: next year. <laughs> I know they're gonna talk about it next year. I'm not gonna talk about it on this podcast. If it's brought up, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I ever bring it up. But I, I'm. I don't know, man. It, it's what would be the excuse for it to be brought up
1: next time? I mean, there's there's things that can happen. That could that could legitimately bring that conversation back to the forefront again, but I just the probability of those things happening is very slim. I it's like Anthony Davis gonna stay healthy. They could have beat the Suns and they could make the finals. This, they could have made the finals this year. I still don't got them beating Brooklyn. I just don't. LeBron James is at four rings, and for the foreseeable future, to me, that seems to be how, where he's gonna stay. And you know, there's already talk about the Lakers getting Dame Lillard, the Lakers getting Kawh. You know what I mean? So again, it's like that's why I get annoyed when he he sends out tweets like, "Yeah, don't forget about me, don't write me off." And, yeah, man, dude, be quiet. It's like it ain't going to be about what you do. It's about going to be be about who you get, okay? Because he can't yeah, He's always got to have a superstar next to him. Cause, because the second Anthony Davis went down, he looked disengaged, disinterested, tired.
0: Wasn't playing defense.
1: Right, wasn't playing deep defense. Wasn't running back on defense if he didn't get a call. He on the other side of the court complaining to the ref. It, meanwhile, the rest of the his, this Phoenix Suns, they running over to the other side of the, of, the, of the court. Yeah. You know, so it's like, dude, stop it. This ain't about what you're going to do next year. It's about who you're going to get. And the media knows it. Because that's that's all they're talking about right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Who he, who he going to get. Yeah, and you know what, man? All this cherry picking of, of Mike's legacy, man. It, it just really irks me. Like, okay. The whole time. All I've been hearing with, from LeBron's stands is... Well... LeBron never lost in the first round. Then he finally lose in the first round. Well, well, well. LeBron,
1: uh, you know, he didn't get swept out of the first round. You still lost. Yeah, you still lost. It's like stop moving the goal, folks, man.
0: Right. Like why? Why don't 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 backtrack and don't don't try to dissect now. I just feel like with the goat conversation, when you got to dissect so deep to prove your point why some why another
1: player is better that player is not better and he's played what five years longer than Jordan at this point yeah so it's like and he's still chasing that ghost it's like if like you gotta stay in the league 20 years just just to be competitive in that conversation it's like that's telling you something right there Look, look what look at
0: what made what made Brady the GOAT was he won early in his career. Then he won in his prime. Then he won when he was older. Like that's a GOAT. Yeah, yeah. it's a GOAT. Not someone that, you know, yeah, I give him credit for taking a, 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 a busted up Cavs team in 2007 to the finals. Against a Ben Wallace list Pistons team that didn't have anybody in the paint, uh, but what did he do after that? He won two MVPs, came up short, got went to go do the Super Team. The birth he gave birth to the Super Team, and then only wins two out of four. That's not a goat to me.
1: Yeah, and then goes to, over to Two Cleveland and won, yeah. and won one out of four.
0: Go to Cleveland, win one out of four, barely won that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I just the only thing, the only cementing highlight that you have in the finals is a block shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mike has <laughs> the shrug. Mike has the up and under. Mike has the and one on Barkley. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mike has uh <laughs> the shot two shots two game winners over russell one in 97 another one in 98. he has the flu game
1: he ha- <laughs> hey you preaching to the choir Rodney? you are preaching to the choir greatness that's all you could say
0: don't give me one and nine in nine in in 1985 with with uh what's the names dave corzine as a center
1: and, 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 and listen to this. Listen to this. This is going to really cap off the argument. Mike could shoot free throws. <laughs> Come on, man. There are moments, dude. There are several moments in the playoffs and the finals where you could tell LeBron in no parts of them free throws. <laughs> I saw what you did there. And <laughs> Mark Jackson quote. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, man. No, he didn't. He didn't. There were times in the finals where LeBron was at the free throw line, and he sees Kawhi Leonard get subbed back into the game, and he sides.
1: Like, dang it. He back in the game. <laughs> <laughs> they put, they put, karate, styles. They put in karate styles back in the game. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Kawhi Leonard' face just cracked me up, man. He just <laughs> <laughs> I know he was talking off wax about types of people we knew in high school, man. But he was that dude. You just, he just, quiet sitting back in the class. You just turn around, and look at his man face, and start laughing. Man,
0: <laughs> he was always that type of student. Was always clutch. <laughs> always clutch. When well, you need a good laugh always clutch man (laughs) we used to have a cat (laughs) i'm I'm going off but i'm going off topic here just for a a tiny second but we used to have a cat named michael henderson he wore the same thing every day a white t-shirt and some sweatpants these great (laughs) sweatpants and we used to just, he didn't really say nothing. He was just like Kawhi Leonard. Didn't really talk that much, nothing. We just like, his facial expression is just funny. We just, we just turned, we be like, hey, look at Mike. Everybody just started busting up. <laughs> hey Mike, how long you gonna wear them sweatpants? We like, I don't know. <laughs> Somebody threw a, a potato chip. I, I'm not making this up. Somebody has some, some, some Lay's, a bag of Lay's potato chips took the potato, potato chips out and threw it at his sweatpants. Why the potato chips shatter? What? <laughs> <laughs> <No> <laughs> it shattered, dude. You know, when we was laughing so hard, you know the, the desk moving, you know, the people's desk moving type thing. Like people had to push away from their desk type laughing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Pushing the seat back. All you hear is like scraping of the floor. That type of laugh.
1: Wow. <laughs> yeah, we had to do like that too, man. He was he was real cut. His name was Eric Moore. Had the kawaii face. He was one of those dudes. He had a full beard at like fifteen. Mm. And like like he he never he never got loud with you. He used to get straight A's. He could bench press like three hundred, but he just <laughs> he just kept the same calm face always. Mm. Wow. That's kawaii, man.
0: That's that's definitely kawaii, man. That's definitely kawaii. But hey, I the conversation is over in my book, but hey, if it comes up and if it comes up again, we will we'll, we'll we'll address it. We'll we'll send reminders. We'll still send reminders, in if you insist.
1: Yeah, it'll come back up, trust me. Uh, Once they get that third star and they they and this time next year they playing in the finals, we going to be talking about it again. Yeah, yeah,
0: true that. True that.
1: LeBron going to only be averaging 20 points a game, but they still they still going to be trying to make the case for him being the GOAT. Anthony Davis will be averaging 25 and then the third star will be averaging 22, 23 and they'll still be talking about LeBron as the GOAT.
0: Yep. Exactly. Yeah, and I'm gonna be sitting here with shrugging just like Mike did in 92. I'm sorry it's no way you can convince me I'm sorry uh up next man um just just moving on to another topic I wanted to get your opinion on uh tennis man the
1: world of tennis yeah man yeah all this, heard this... around the world yeah yeah um you know i I, I support Naomi Osaka um you know I I, tennis is not a sport I I follow as much as some people I'm just I'm a very casual fan of tennis but when she beat Serena three years ago it's like that's when I started paying attention to it because she was so young and you notice something like that yeah yeah and I was aware of like you know, people, the media, the tennis media is very racist, man. And it's like, I was aware of the stuff they were saying about the Williams sisters. And they were saying the same stuff about Naomi Osaka when she started winning. And I don't know if that has something to do with her withdrawing. I know she said it was <clears throat> mental health, but it's like the way the French Open handled it was so poor. And it was like, you know, when certain people start calling other certain people things like spoiled and ungrateful it, it always leaves a bad taste in my mouth it's like how is she spoiled how is she ungrateful it's like she's not she's not demanding that you all do anything or give her anything she just doesn't want to do this so you find her she ate the fine and y'all said no that's not enough we're gonna punish her more by pulling her out and then she just said fine well I'm out. You know, which was a total boss move that I support. You know, your mental health, man, you you really got to take care of that. And I I don't, you know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. I don't know what she's dealing with. But whatever she's dealing with, it's important enough for her to get on top of it and, and, and deprive herself of an opportunity to maintain her mental health. So if that's her personal decision and that's her personal decision, it's not like this isn't like a Kevin Durant Kyrie situation where I'm mad about something you said about me in an article three years ago. So, you know, I'm going to air it out now and not talk to you. And, you know, this is not what that is. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I support her. And it's like, you know, you all threatened to pull around. So she just pulled herself out. And I think people are kind of panicking now because let's be honest, man, people tune into these these Opens, these French Opens and Grand Slams for individual stars. Right. It's not like basketball where you got a whole team or state rooting for a particular player Mm -hmm. or team. These are, it's, it's, it's it's a solo individual sport and people tune in for those people. I didn't even know about the French Open start until I heard about Naomi Osaka with John. Yeah, you think I'm gonna watch it now? Definitely not.
0: Yeah, I, 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 no one's gonna watch it, no one's gonna watch it. Uh, it also, you know, if someone else wins, they're gonna win because Osaka wasn't in it. The only, yeah. is
1: it's Arena. That's disappointing too because you know, you, you, you know that, uh, uh. There's, there's a certain subset of people who don't, didn't want to see her there anyway. That's probably why they threatened to pull her out right. Oh, talking to the media, you know? And it just is what it is, you know? So, um, yeah, man, yeah, that's that's how I feel about it. You know, I, there needs to be some sort of middle ground though. Um, you know, and, and they can find ways to figure it out. Like, okay, this person can't talk to the media on this day for this reason and that it just is what it is like we'll, we'll find them and then you know just leave it at that but to threaten to pull her out you know it's like what's what's that about it's just it felt like it was more about power than about um you know uh mm-hmm.
0: flexing their muscles pretty much
1: yeah pretty much. it's like they don't i don't think they really cared whether or not she was going to be in it or not i think they just wanted to prove a point and they're like look we're, we're we're the ones who tell you what to do mm-hmm. yeah so i i
0: i just you know i i agree with everything you said i i just think that they handled this very poorly um and, and it also brings up another topic too um this is just how i feel i never was a huge fan of players interviewing at the games um, win or win or lose because it's, it's the heat of the moment and I just think the media sets that up to get uh, reaction out of people to sell papers uh, it, it's a you know it's a melting pot for uh, making money off athletes and just getting athletes and incurring and trying to use questions to sway athletes to say certain things so they can be polarizing figures. I just, I never I never liked that. I never liked, you know, and if I gave a talk, it's bad enough you already got to hear someone critique your talk, an elder critique your talk. You know, but to do it in front of cameras, and so, you know, hey, how did you do on um, you know? You, you missed the scripture in, 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 <laughs> in, your, in your outline. You you forgot to reach that point. Why did you skip that scripture, Brother uh, Walker? Uh, to, uh, explain to the uh, fans. Mm, well, I just overlooked it. Um, it was a mistake. I, I just I try not to do it the next time I give a talk at at, at Kensington. <laughs> I just it's it's. You're gonna say the first thing like you you you're not scripted. You gotta come off the top of the head to say something. And I I even remember Kevin Durant back when he was in OKC. And we all know Russell Westbrook is one of those dudes that just say whatever. You know, Kevin Durant he kind of thinks before he speaks. Some of the times, not not all the time, but some of the times. But I I would notice. And I don't know if you noticed this, Ian. Every time they did an interview together after a game, especially after a loss, they'll ask Russell Westbrook a question and Kevin Durant will answer for Russell
1: Westbrook. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, he knew he probably knew his temperament. You know, he knew
0: his temperament. He knew Russell was going to say something crazy. And that's he knows that's what the media wants. They want that drama. They want you to look like a fool in front of millions of people. And so that's why, I I don't know, I just, I'm not a big fan of the whole, you know, interviewing players before and after. And in tennis, you got, in tennis, they interview before games. And then they interview after the game. In in basketball, it's just after the game. You know, and then they do like little, you know, side interviews, side interviews I don't have a problem with. Oh, how you guys are gonna prepare for this game, you know? What's your mindset right now coming into this game? Well, my mindset is not to lose. It, it, that's easy. That's easy to get ready for. But after you didn't play the whole entire game, you done made some mistakes here and there. Now you got to sit in front of a million fans and, and a million cameras and be like, you know, explain why you didn't do certain things, why you didn't rotate on defense, why you missed that free throw. It, it's 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 terrible. I mean, the 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 Fab Five documentary. After Chris Webber called the timeout and, and the director making you feel that moment of him walking into the locker room and didn't have to walk in front of a had to sit in front of a press conference to ask him why he called that timeout. And his dude is a tw- he's 19 at this point.
1: Yeah, it's 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 uh, um, what, what, how, what's the expression a necessary evil in the sports world because you get good moments. And you get bad moments and you know, it, it just is what it is. But if someone doesn't want to talk to the media, find them and move on. Yeah. and You it's know, it, I it mean, like if it, was, it wasn't for, we
0: said what? It is in their contracts. Cause the, the right, it's in their
1: contract. And if it wasn't for the, those media moments, we wouldn't have, uh, we wouldn't have some, some of the greatest uh, uh, moments, like playoffs. Playoffs practice. Playoffs. We wouldn't have that. We wouldn't have the Bears or who we thought they were. Right. You know, we wouldn't have the practice rant. So, I mean, yeah, it does provide some some side entertainment to the game. But if a player, I'm
0: a man. I'm forty. I'm (laughs) forty.
1: I should start saying that at work. (laughs) I'm (laughs) forty. Even though know, I'm not forty yet, but I'm, I'm getting there. I am. Um, well, I can yeah, say. Yeah, you did right. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm forty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but but you know, it, it 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 yeah. Just find them and move on. If they don't want to, they don't want to talk. You know, I I don't know. You know what else you could really do? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's
0: it's it's definitely not good for people that have mental health issues like Osaka. And this, this could affect tennis big time because she didn't really say when she was coming back. She, she already stated that she's not going to be in the next tournament either. And I think Wimbledon is after the, uh I think they got one more tournament. Like they got a few more tournaments, like little small tournaments in between. And then they got Wimbledon coming up. Now, Wimbledon, that's the big one. Like, if she don't show up to Wimbledon, that's money out they pocket
1: well if she doesn't show it to the other tournaments doesn't that won't that like affect her qualifying to be in the,
0: the wimbledon that i don't know i would have to do some research on that okay but if she don't show up to wimbledon that's that's a big one that's like that's like the masters for golf and you know if you don't show up to that that's that's the big one
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So, with that said, we're gonna uh, move on uh, because of the technical difficulties. I'm gonna have to skip some topics, uh, but we will come back to those in future episodes. I won't reveal what they are, but um, we're gonna skip the music table discussion. That's that's a deep topic, but we'll we'll get into that with the next episode. Um, but I did want to get your story real quick. Uh, before we get into that story, we're going to hit a group commercial break, though.
1: All right. Let's do it. Tiger a yellow ribbon round the old old tree. It's been three long years. Do you still want me? If I don't see a ribbon round the old old tree, I'll stay on the bus. Forget about us. what the blame. Did you know that every seven minutes a black person is born in this country without soul? Hello, I'm B.B. King. Won't you help Don Simmons and the thousands of others that suffer from this tragic disorder? Its cruel symptoms can strike anyone. Let's take a look. I think the Republican Party has done one heck of a job. Don't you, June? I'll say, Ward. We Republicans have turned this country around. (laughs) <laughs> Safety and good knowledge are the two things I looked for in a new car That's why I bought a Volvo station wagon Hi, I'm president of the David Hartman Fan Club here in Glendale I've even met David Hartman once What a neat guy Chim Chimini, chim chiminy, chim chim cherry A sweep is as lucky as lucky can be chim Timiny, chim chim-chimmini, chim-chim-chiru. Good luck will rub off when I shake hands with you. This is B.B. King saying, won't you please give, so that Don Simmons here and so many others can become useful members of society.
0: Or below me have kiss, and that's lucky too.
1: Write to blacks without soul. Post Office Box 1305A,
0: Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you.
1: Uh, gobbledygook, what's its face? What you call it, whatever it is, whatever it was. Chocolatey chocolate. you it? how's it go? How's and do choogity caramel. Witchin' collie, do the keys. You know what I mean? Oh, peanut chocolatey, Crunchy. Do that. Let's get a marine. More than a mouthful. It's a push and collie. Whatchin'
0: All right, we back. All right, all right. So, so, uh, in brought to me an interesting topic sports injuries, uh, some of the worst sports injuries you've seen just playing pickup ball or, or whatever the case. And so, I'm gonna leave the floor to you, and I got a story, a mini story that I'm gonna share after yours, but uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you take the floor on this. One.
1: Oh man, uh, just I had two. Um, one of them, one of the worst injuries I saw, didn't even happen during the game. Um, it was it was after the game. We were we were changing out of the lo- in the locker room. We were getting ready to leave out. It was some brothers. I forgot what we were playing. In fact, I think Greg was there for this. This dude accidentally slammed his finger in a door and broke off part of his finger. Oh. oh. Oh, 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 oh. and you can see it in the door. Oh, oh. woo! I can feel that, and my story kind of relates to that. Yeah that that was probably the worst one I saw. The second one, (laughs) second pickup game injury I saw, I I witnessed. You 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 remember back in the day, Roddy, when those real athletic dudes in the hood who knew how to like scale a whole basketball hoop. They knew how to like climb up it and sit on the rim. Mm-hmm. You you ever watch shows like rap videos or you see people <laughs> sitting on the rim and on the court? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Every hood had like one or two dudes who could do that, who were who were athletic enough to climb up a basketball hoop and and or or, or grab the rim, lift themselves up and and sit on the rim.
0: Nah, I've seen it several times in my life.
1: And there was this one dude in the hood. I remember we, we were at uh, uh, the court on, this is probably like 121st and maybe, what was this, Aberdeen at, at White Park. And I was up there one time. This dude had climbed up the rim and was sitting on the rim, And it was a wobbly one. Mmm. <laughs> okay. And the wind got to blowing, man. And a, a wind gust must have hit him the right way. And he came crashing down like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> and hit the ground first? so hard. Head first? Huh? Head first? No, like it was like on his side. He was like on his, he like fell over on his side, but his head wasn't far from hitting the ground first and that wind blew him off that rim and he toppled over some kind of way. (laughs) And that was the end of the story, man. Like, we didn't see him doing that no more after that. (laughs) Of course not.
0: Of course not.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, he hit the ground hard, dude. I thought he was dead. I I was like, he hit the ground so hard. I was like, man, did he break his butt bones. Like his feet was wiggling, so I knew he was alive. But I was worried for a sec. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's
0: I seen something similar to that. Not because they were trying to get on top of the rim. Uh, this one, you know how it is when you in high school and people got a little height on them, so they want to mm-hmm. experiment and try to dunk. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or grab the rim, and I saw this one dude grab the rim. But he slid; his fingers slipped, and he fell on his back. And all of a sudden, he started shaking like he had a, a seizure. What? Yeah, dude. We like we was laughing at first. It went from a laugh to a "Whoa, what's going on with this dude?" And then he like shook out of it, and and he he just started. He just grabbed his head, like man, because he hit his head first. You And everybody walked up to him like, man, you all right, you all right, man, I'm good, I'm good. But it was was pretty bad. But in relation to the finger incident, um, I had an injury myself on the basketball court. I happened to be (laughs) playing at Chicago uh, Ridge, a gym I used to run in the late 2000s and ah okay i remember
1: that
0: i remember that yeah yeah so i went up for a shot and when i came down i actually got fouled but i didn't call a foul for whatever reason i don't know but my finger kind of got stuck between myself and the defender when he crashed down on my three i still got the shot off but it felt like i had jammed my finger and so i'm like man i didn't look down at my finger right away But you know how you jam your finger, you know, you grab the rebound the wrong way or touch the basketball the wrong way. You jam your finger and you feel that little sensation for a little bit. And then, you know, you kind of pull it out and you're good. You just keep going. But for some reason, it it just wouldn't go away. And I look down and my pinky finger is pretty much out of place. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> so I was, it was like, like, you was you look down. Yeah, I was like you look down. <laughs> Dude, it was
0: hanging, man. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so there was a brother that was there from my congregation. He 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 was playing and I knew he was a fireman. So I ran straight to him. We stopped playing everything. <laughs> He looked at it, he was like, "Eh, it's just a little bit out of place. He's like, hey guys, if you're not used to seeing nothing gruesome, don't look. So he put it back in place. I'm screaming, bro. (laughs) I'm screaming. (laughs) And everybody was, Reggie was there that day. If you ask Reggie, I think Reggie remember. But like, dude, it was crazy. So after the game, I mean after after basketball, uh, he took me to his crib, and because um, he had an incident where he broke his his left hand to the point where he had to get surgery. Oh wow! And so he had all of these like um, finger, you know, what they call those, those, little casts, oh, those the little cast, little finger the cast. Yeah, and he got me one for my my pinky. And, um, you know, well, first of all, we went to Prime primetime. Shout out to primetime. Shout out to primetime. Went to primetime, got some pizza afterwards. And the waitress there uh, saw that I was all in in bad shape. She's like, you want me to get you a plate of ice? I'm like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Clutch. Clutch move. She got a really (laughs) good tip because of that. And I'm sitting there eating wings with my left hand and my right hand is pretty much sitting in some ice wow and then i then i went over to brother's house and he he, you know patched me up and everything and and that was it man i healed up it it healed like within a week but it's never been the same my pinky finger has never been the same since
1: man i I haven't played no real real ball in Like a good four or five years, man. But like I'm just I'm dumbfounded at the fact I've never experienced like a bad injury on the court. You know, because when I was playing, I was pretty active. But but like I've seen so many cats get hurt on the court. You know, they come down wrong and you know, pop a knee out of place, a tear of Achilles, like, and like I've I've been fortunate enough to never have an injury like that. I don't know how, but you know. I'm just glad it's that's something like that's never happened to me, right? You know, because I'm I'm not athletic at all. Like I'm I'm not like you know I, I can go out there and hurt anything, but fortunately, it just never happened. And maybe too, because I listen to my body. It's like I don't I don't overexert myself if I don't have to.
0: Yeah, I know. My, for me, my left knee is bad, but I never tore <laughs> a, a meniscus or nothing. Or I did sprain my ankle once, really bad. Um, I slipped on a wet wet spot, but that was pretty much it. Like I, I really never suffered any really bad injuries due to playing basketball.
1: I remember, uh, you know, you know the big homie uh, Sean. I yeah. remember uh, one time because they used to play uh, football, uh, Blue Island a lot, and uh, this was like right before his wedding. I wasn't there, but I heard about it, and basically he got his face broke, like some bones and some cheekbones or something got broke because somebody, some bunch of people, just landed on him bad, and you know just being super goofy. And but the story that was circulating was that he had gotten his whole face snatched off during a football game. <laughs> oh, wow. And like, and like, yeah, he got his face snatched. They did. They had to reattach his face and all this other stuff. And I remember thinking like, man, if they did that to Sean, I ain't got no business out there. <laughs> but it, it wasn't as bad as we thought. Like, like, he had to get, he had to get something done to the bone, but it wasn't. It wasn't like what people were saying. where his face was hanging off and all of that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's crazy.
0: <laughs> that's crazy. But yeah, man, I, I I definitely, you know, those are only few injuries I've had. I, I'm I'm glad I never, and I'm glad I never experienced watching somebody have such a, a like a devastating in- injury on the court because it don't sit well, man.
1: Yeah, I don't sit well with me either. I I, I can't look at that. I got to get out of there. Yeah, me too, man.
0: Let's get to these awards, man. I got about five minutes to spare. Uh, Essence, we'll start off with the Essence of Otis Award.
1: And- Oh, go ahead. Who you got? I was just going to say any, any Los Angeles Lakers media coverage. <laughs> Ain't nobody trying to see that. It's like, I saw an article <clears throat> online the other day talking about the factors that are going to weigh into Alex Caruso's free agency decision. I don't know, who cares about Alex Caruso? Alex Caruso was like, um, I'm sorry. Who, who cares? Who's reading this crap? You know, and then, and then the coverage of LeBron's tweets. And, I mean, I already touched on it, but it's like, yo, we're crying about the Lakers not being in the playoffs. We just minted six, seven new stars this year in this year's postseason, and y'all crying about the Lakers. Right,
0: you got, got a new Devin MVP. We got a new MVP in Jokic.
1: Right, you got Devin Booker. You look like Michael Porter Jr. is gonna be doing something. You got Luka Doncic, Donovan Mitchell, Trey Young, Trey Young, DeAndre Ayton, uh, Mikhail Bridges, mom. You know, <laughs> and y'all Jokic. talking about the Jokic. y'all still talking about the Lakers. Yeah, I, I, I just a, hate we, that about the
0: Lakers. We ain't heard a peep out of Steph Curry since they lost in the play play in.
1: <laughs> yep so <sure>
0: haven't <laughs> you know what i mean like nobody you know it's like man stop stop it stop it we don't, we don't care about the lakers they're gone Let's not <laughs> we're done talking about y'all let's, let's yeah let,
1: let's talk about the jazz now go, go do a
0: barbershop episode or something <laughs> right so yeah i'm tired of that uh my 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 essence of otis award goes to giles morrison the president and ceo of the french open for his remarks about oh well i think we did very very well in the handling of naomi osaka the goal was not to penalize her it was uh it it was the rules so uh you know
1: i didn't even hear about
0: that yeah nobody's trying to hear that man nobody's trying to hear that then he's gonna say well perhaps (coughs) Uh, we we perhaps will change the rule. We don't know, but um, you know that's the rule. Like I'm like, man, ain't nobody trying to hit you right now. Ain't nobody trying to hit you. That's why my Cuddy award is going to Naomi Osaka for knocking the French Open down <clears throat> by not playing.
1: She so, is also she is also winning my Cuddy award.
0: Yeah, I mean
1: point blank period. Point blank period. <laughs> Make you feel like a man.
0: <laughs> Can you respect my mental health? <laughs> now I'm and now I'm withdrawing. You're gonna
1: miss all them ratings. <laughs> Y'all ain't gonna be able to put food on your <laughs> you later santa claus (laughs) (laughs) see you at wibble
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh do you got you play yourself award
1: yes yes Yes, jay williams oh jay williams you hear about the latest with him
0: first appearance on the show uh what's going on
1: He he made up some story on one of these TV shows that he does about how Kevin Durant walked up to him at some party and was telling him, oh, man, don't ever compare me to Giannis because he had made a comparison to him by someone that made a comparison to him to Giannis. And Kevin Durant walked up to him at some party and, and told Jay Williams, man, don't ever compare me to Giannis. You know, I'm better than him, blah, blah, blah. And Kevin Durant came out and said... Yo, I ain't, that That story is a lie. I ain't never sit, spoke to Jay Williams. Jay Williams don't speak for me. Like he just straight made it up. And then um, um, uh, Steven Jackson weighed in. He was like, yeah, I know the people that the players, current players talk to when Jay Williams ain't one of them. He was like, no one talks to Jay Williams. No one's even thinking about talking to Jay Williams. Like he just straight up made up the story. <laughs> what? Yep. Uh, No comment
0: <laughs> Come on Jay man Do better Do better in life I mean Jay Williams always been a A, a lame to me anyway Yeah I, I never really liked his commentary On, on
1: he, he act like Michael Jordan uh, You know uh, Robbed him personally uh, or, or you know made fun of his mama or something Yeah he reminds me of Richard
0: Jefferson like, both of them, they can, ESPN can take them, and fire them, and I'll be fine.
1: <clears throat> but at least Richard Jefferson played alongside LeBron, so I get his bias. I don't get Jay Williams' bias at all. That's
0: true. That's true. That's true. I, I, I agree with that. Uh, up next, Mill Carton Award. Mine's going to Chris Middleton, of course.
1: Yeah, he'd be on my Mill carton too. <clears throat> yeah.
0: Well, yeah, man, we, 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 that, he need to show up, or else it, it's, it's curtains. Um, it's a shame award, <laughs> and, and I gotta dedicate this as a shame award to a very special <laughs> actor in, in our in our lifetime. Throughout my lifetime, uh, it's a shame what happened to Clarence Williams III.
1: Yes, yes. <clears throat> We gotta we gotta end this episode with an homage to him man big
0: time big time oh,
1: anyway. some kind of way some kind of way I gotta I gotta dig in the crates and find a way to make it happen
0: yeah yeah get them smacking prints um and, you know get... <laughs> oh man he, he yeah yeah Clarence Williams III. one of the greats uh Man, we, we 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 losing all the good ones, man. We are, man. We losing are. All the good ones. You know, Paul Mooney. <clears throat> yeah. Like we, we 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 losing all the good ones, man. And it's sad. But hey,
1: Clarence Williams had some iconic roles, man. He did. Iconic.
0: <laughs> I would I still, I, I was waiting on a Clifton Powell, Clarence Williams collaboration, but we, and we ain't gonna never get it, man.
1: Oh, man, that would have been fire. That would have been fire. You know, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I. You know, I was gonna say, you know, Clarence Williams is uh, that's Brother uh, Sanders' favorite actor too.
0: <laughs> he was to getting his hair cut like uh Clarence Williams.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, now it's Clifton Powell. You know, now that now that Clarence Williams has passed. It's, it's clifton powell you know brother santa's like like the cut of his jib too so yeah definitely
0: <laughs>
1: he like his suits so yeah yes
0: yes and clifton powell he stayed clean he stayed clean even off <laughs> have you ever listened to any of his interviews
1: i have i have they're very insightful
0: very insightful, man. The way he breaks down how how it is in the industry, in the acting industry, man, it's real deep, man. He he's got some good interviews on on,
1: on YouTube, man. I'm, and I'm he's gonna, a professional, man. Like every role he's been given, man, he 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 delivers it well. He 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 takes it seriously. You know what I'm saying? He makes a bad script good.
0: Yeah, and and you know what? You know what else about Clifton that I found interesting with some of his interviews? He don't curse, man. And if yeah, does, I never noticed that. He'll, applaud, he'll apologize like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that, you know, in that type of way. I had to say it like that just to drive home the point. I'm like, man, this dude is, this dude is an intellectual <laughs> genius, man. Yeah, he's a classy dude. Like, he's, he's really a great
1: actor. Because he's not
0: he's, like the he's type of person. I like that. He's not like any of his characters that he plays.
1: Right, right, right. <laughs> remember remember the Clifton Powell School of Performing Arts? <laughs> yes <laughs>
0: Oh man I- I've always wanted to go there
1: <laughs> <I know. laughs> Learn how to play cutty, properly <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like you already went there though, Rodney <laughs> Hey,
0: hey, hey man it-, it, just- it just comes from, you know Just watching, watching and learning, man a Lot of watching. But uh we're gonna wrap it up here, ladies
1: and gentlemen. Thank you. Lastly, lastly, shout out to Nita and Jay. They, they they back on the meeting this week. Oh man, with with enthusiasm. Exactly. With enthusiasm.
0: Definitely. It's always good to have Nita and Jay back. Uh, enjoy they they that. got
1: brother they got brother Sanders taking notes. <laughs> you, know, you
0: know, Nita, Nita and uh, you know Nita move <laughs>
1: She teach, she teach like Sister Williams. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I need, I need to sit in on. I, I tried to sit in on Sister Williams' study. She told me she was good. So um, I'm just trying to learn. Oh man, I just want to get better at being a teacher. You know.
0: <laughs> oh. Man, well yeah, man. Enjoy that. Enjoy this episode. Enjoy these playoffs. And I gotta go cut some heads,
1: y'all. Yes, sir. All right. Enjoy this outro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. R. All right, peace. Williams. Peace, peace, peace.